Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ. Living Orthodoxy is the parish podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Souderton, Pennsylvania. We come to the Sunday of the prodigal son, and if we like it or if we don't like it, that topic of sexuality comes back to us like a boomerang. A little more mic, Father. A little louder. Yeah, you have to swallow it. And we may ask ourselves why it is so often, why we need to talk about this. The main thing is because it's a very natural, instinctive power in the human being. But the other main thing is because it is very often abused misunderstood and misused. As we know, because of the sexual immorality, a lot of evil is happening in the world. Besides the abuses, a lot of deviations. So the morality when it falls, the human character is being affected. People become selfish, People become careless about not only others around, even their loved ones. People become abusive towards those who are weaker, children or spouses, men, women, it depends on the relationship. People are being unfaithful, they go away from the marriage or just cheat within the marriage. When family falls apart, Children are being affected. They do not have both parents anymore. This is terrible trauma. This is terrible effect on the future of the child and the future of a grown-up. So what is going on in our society is not a new thing. It always was in history. But what is new thing in our society is that how common it is, is the spread of it. Especially in our days, in our generation, with the powerful tool of internet, what we experience is the accessibility of all kinds of immoral contents not only among the adults, but also children. There is no limit on age, actually. What happens is that people are being affected by it without knowing how much they are being affected. So-called sexual revolution, which started in the 50s and 60s, is the part of that evil agenda but at those times, just TV was accessible, cinema was accessible, so people were gradually being exposed to such obscene materials, but very gradually. Till we come to our times when extreme obscenity is being presented to average person who is unaware of its negative, 
destructive effect. We call it pornography. You hear the word not once, many times. The problem with that is, some people say it's just entertainment. It's not. Entertainment may be a romantic story shown true love, honestly, faith, honesty, faithfulness. That might be uh, entertainment. But when something like animal behavior is being presented to human being, in human being, that is not entertainment. This is pure disgrace of the human race. It's a vicious attack at, at, against the humanity, as you can imagine. Number one, destroys your brain. Number two, destroys your character. And number three, if people act more advanced, go for actually life harlots like prodigal son did, it destroys your life in many, in many different cases. There's a beautiful fragment in the book of Apocalypse, which I'll read to you. St. John, yeah, Revelation English. Chapter 17. St. John said, I'll be short, don't, don't, don't be impatient. I just feel, I don't read that book, but pay attention. One of the seven angels came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters. with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. What a precise saying, my friends. This is a prophecy. This is written 2,000 years ago, but how precisely St. John describes the situation. He says, not the only rulers of the world and those who are rich are wasting themselves morally, but inhabitants of the earth, the old popular people, average person like us, is being affected, and he says, drunk with the wine of fornication. What is, the, what is that wine of fornication? It's not alcohol. It's not narcotic, illegal drug. That's sexual immorality. And look how widely it is spread today that St. John says that actually all the people on the earth are being affected by it. How this could be possible in his time he didn't know. And his time was not like that. We have 
smartphones today, not in the internet only, but every pocket has it. Access to internet and access to such obscenity. That means, my friends, whenever person is reaching for such material, through your eyes, your hearing, it goes to your brain. It does affect you. No matter how you try to pretend, no matter how you try to cover it up, it does affect you. The only difference, the only difference with that kind of intoxication of the brain is, from alcohol and other drugs, that that one takes longer time to show the effect, devastating effect in you as a human being. Because you lose your soberity of mind, you lose your healthy character, that means you're being turned into the thinking through physical, instinctive forces, like animal. That's what happens to humans. And that's why whenever somebody says, oh, we are humans, we are just human animals, it's not truth. You become human animal if you act like one. So if these guys who usually lead sexually immoral lifestyle, yes, they can call themselves human animals because that's what they do, that's how they live. But if you struggle for higher intellectual values, for spiritual values in your life, you are not animal. You are truly becoming a human being. Because that's what makes the difference between human being and animal. That we humans can control our instinctive forces. Animals cannot. That's a big difference. We can practice self-control. We can practice abstinence. Yes, we can. It's possible. But everything starts from our mind. And as I mentioned before, if you think your mind is, you are a very strong person, you are not being affected by it, I tell you, you are. This is like saying to somebody that if you drink a glass of vodka, just like that, it will not affect you. No matter how strong you are, how old or young, one, you know, each person will respond differently in different time, but they will be knocked down. As I said, the same here. The only thing, when somebody drinks vodka, you can smell. Say, oh, this guy is not really kind of in himself. But with the porn addiction, the person he could, he can keep a good appearance for a long time, hiding. But the problem is, such a person, spiritually, is not alive anymore. And then the question comes, why somebody says, I don't feel pray, pray, like praying to God, going to church, reading some holy scripture. This is probably already in you the effect that your brain is getting destroyed, you get spiritually numb, like after a good vodka. That's what happens. So you're getting drunk. And that's why you cannot think soberly anymore. 
That's why you, you lose your human feelings. That's exactly what happens. It's the same way. Just takes longer time. And second fragment from Jesus Christ, when he says about the control of our mind, short one. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already, already committed adultery with her in his heart. Look at the sophistication of the word. People say, oh, I don't do nothing wrong. Oh, I don't abuse anybody, don't go anywhere. Jesus Christ says, if you pollute your mind, you pollute your heart, you already defile yourself. And this is what happens through images, my friends, because Christ says, if you look at the person and have a sexual images, uh, like a daydreaming, imaginations. He says, you already are polluting yourself. You're already entering that pollution of your mind and heart. And my friends, what the screen does to us, if we choose wrong thing to look at, we already are committing adultery. Even physically, you may sit in your home in a safe place, you know, bothering nobody. But your soul is getting destroyed at that very minute. And we may ask the question, wow, what is the medicine? How to get out of that temptation? And if I am affected, how to get cure myself? What is the way out? I don't know. Different person is different. How often you do it? How often you watch? You don't watch, God bless you, keep good work. But if you are involved, I would say start like every addiction, if you want to get rid of small steps. Limit your time in front of the screen with the wrong stuff. Increase your time with the right stuff. And if you tell me, I have no problem with this, I watch it, you know, it's not, I, just, I, can, I can watch, I can, I mean, not watching is, is fine with me. A good test, my friends, like the guy who likes to drink, and if he doesn't get his shot on a daily basis, he actually gets very nervous, frustrated. No good. Don't approach person like this. So put the limit on yourself for a week, two weeks, or great length is coming. Don't go into any kind of, of material movies like that. Don't touch that direction and see how you will feel. Are you missing anything? Are you being disturbed internally with something is missing with me? you already will have signed probably of addiction, which you do not know. Before you cut it off, you do not know, you don't know, till you start suffering hunger for it. Oh, then you will realize you have a problem. A righteous lot, cousin of Abraham, he lived in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, two cities, but in that region. We know the story of the Bible was terrible immorality, sexual immorality, mixed with all kinds of deviations. 
And Lot, living in that kind of environment, did not get polluted himself. He stayed actually faithful to God he believed in. How he did it? St. Nicholas of Azadon says, because his face was directed towards God and not towards his surroundings. He was focusing his face towards God. And God protected him. God could not save the region. It was destroyed, but God saved him and his family. For us, my friends, the way to be healed is to fix our face towards Christ. What that means? More often you open your Bible at home and read the words of Jesus Christ, you are facing Christ. And he will tell you. He will heal you. He will let you feel what is wrong or if it is anything wrong within you. More often you meet Christ, more often you open that holy book, your internal sensitivity will grow. You will become more spiritually sensitive person. What does it mean? That means whenever you're being exposed to something which you don't really have opinion about, watch, not watch, listen to this conversation or not, you're not sure how to describe certain things you meet in your life. So your increased spiritual sensitivity will let you feel that that may be something wrong. That may be too much for me. Maybe this is not good for me. You will feel. And that will help you to make right decision and reject what may be potentially harmful to you. Just, it's your decision. Listen, we are all prodigals. We are not perfect. Jesus Christ is the holy God. We are just humans. He came to save us, sinners. But we have to make those right choices. So we all are prodigal sons who walk out in the, uh, in the world, and the question is, every day is a challenge to us. Every single task in our life is a little challenge to us. Your time off warm work with you have free time. What do you do with your free time? It's a challenge to you. And is the question, hey, son, prodigal, and daughter, prodigal, what is direction you're going to right now? I am walking away from my father towards destruction, or maybe being the same place, I'm walking now towards my heavenly God, the Father. So any activity you do, ask yourself, what is the direction I am going right now at that moment in my life? Away from God or maybe towards him? If you do something, as I said, not harmful, humanly normal, that means, yeah, you are okay. You're just walking in your path in righteousness. But if you have doubts, if you feel that something may not be right with that kind of choice, it probably is not right with that choice. So you are the one who needs to take care of yourself 
And you are the one who makes the decision about direction of your life. You want to destroy your soul or you want to save it? Because it's a very personal for each human being from Christ to us. And as a conclusion, I would like to introduce to you, this is a book. I will give the info to Father Noah. You can get from him and order on Amazon, whatever. Another small booklet. This is serious for those who want to learn really more and know and be aware. And then you will be consciously protecting yourself because you will, be, you will know how vodka destroys your brain. You will know how narcotics destroy your nerve system. But you do not know how pornography destroys your soul and your mind and your body and your everything. So this is the book we are missing. This is the knowledge we are missing. The awareness of evil influence on us, destructive influence of that phenomenon. And the name of the book, listen, is very interesting. The drug of the new millennium. The science of how internet pornography radically alters the human brain and body. A guide for pa parents, spouses, clergy, and counselors. Protecting children, teens, and adults from the world's most powerful drug. Steps for rescue and recovery from porn addiction. Mark Kesselman and the two other, two other uh, forwarders is Judith Reisman. This is another interesting person. It's not a topic for today, but she wrote a book about how the sexual revolution was introduced in the United States of America. 30 years took this lady to collect her material in form of a book, but it's more like a document, extremely powerful. It shows how our society was deceived into sexual immorality just to kill the spirit of Christianity within us. That's a drug. Be aware of this. Learn, because self-education, self-education is the only way you, take, you can protect yourself. You cannot stop that wave in the world, but you can learn how to protect yourself from its effects. May God bless you. For more information about St. Philip Orthodox Church, visit us online at st-philip.net.